Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. We're so glad that you guys are here with us today. We're excited about this episode. I feel like it's going to be a little different than what we've done our past couple episodes. Um, For those that were able to tune in on Friday night, we had Ashley Potts that did our Eden virtual virtual Eden gathering. I just want to say it the other way. (laughs) Um, And she just shared such a moving, beautiful story with us. And it just really spoke to Shannon and I, and we just really want to dig into some scripture and just talk about specifically, we're going to be digging into uh, John chapter 16, verse 33, 33b to be specific, Mm -hmm. um, which reads, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And this is a piece of scripture that Ashley specifically referred to when she was speaking, and it's a really beautiful piece of scripture. Yeah. So we just kind of want to break down each of those pieces of that, what it's like to have trouble, taking heart in that. And then of course, Jesus overcoming the world, Yeah, which is what makes all of it just amazing. Yeah. Ashley um, wanted to, you know, I asked Ashley, asked, Ashley to share her story based on our topic of the year, which is, of course, in case you forgot or maybe you didn't know yet, um, goodness disguised. And when I asked her, she was like, oh, I think I have something that will apply to that. Um, And if you get a chance to go back in and watch that or listen to it, um, you can find it on our website under um, ministries. You can go down to Eden and it kind of has in parentheses parentheses there women. And then you can find our um, most recent Eden gathering um, uh, you know, stories and uh, messages that were shared, but um, she really does have a story that um, had a lot of goodness disguised where at first glance, she wasn't seeing a whole lot of that. It doesn't look and so good. No, it really didn't look so good. And um, like Amy said, she did. She really focused in on John sixteen thirty three, And so, yeah, we really wanted to kind of um, see how that applies to our lives and see a little bit more about like, gosh, there's a lot of promise there, some good promise, some bad promise, um, and can teach us really um, a lot about navigating hard stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm excited. To yeah. Me too. Talk me about too. it and yeah. just share. Yeah, for sure. Um, the first part, um, like Amy said, we're going to do B. So th- 1633B, basically, um, you'll see sometimes in these little like 
in the corner, it'll have an A or a B. Really, it just tears um, a, a longer scripture apart so that you can kind of put it in half. It really doesn't, it just means like half, the second half. B would mean the second half. And right away, you see in this world, you will have trouble. Jesus is um, addressing his disciples um, and he is telling them for sure, guaranteed, you will have trouble. And in my um, kind of cliff notes here, my little sub notes on the bottom um, in my ESV study Bible, um, it talks about how Jesus' Jesus's disciples and all following them um, can have or are basically guaranteed to go through hard stuff. Um, and that disciples, yes, he was talking to the, his disciples then, but he's also talking to you and I. If you are somebody who um, wants to learn from Christ, wants to follow him in your heart and your mind, and even with your physical body, you are a disciple. So I hate to break it to you, but this promises to you also that we are going to have trouble, which I think we know, right? Like, right, Aim? I mean, I think that's pretty evident in our lives yeah. thus far. Like, oh yeah, trouble. It's yeah. coming. Has yeah. any of us like walked through life and had <laughs> zero bad things happen? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm really pretty cool. sure we've all come across yeah. those situations where we're like, wow, this is hard. Yeah, for sure. But what we do with that is a really important piece as well. Yeah. Because we could stay in a really dark place mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Or as we're called to do and bringing these things into the light, let Jesus into that. Yeah. Let him into it for sure. Yeah. We got to be able to let him in. Um, the Greek word here for trouble um, is thalipsis. Um, it means afflicted, affliction, anguish, ooh, burdened, persecution even. Um, and the other word used with trouble oftentimes in different translations is tribulation. So you have trouble or tribulation. And again, this is um, based off the Greek word thalipsis. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think to myself, ooh, the word anguish. I mean, you know, affliction, afflicted, you will be afflicted, you're gonna have trouble, but ugh, anguish, ouch. I don't That's know. That's a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, that is a big That's one. That's a real heavy one. That's a really heavy one. Yeah. So that is the promise. The promise is not that we will have like this happy-go-lucky, you know, skipping down the lane every day of our lives life. It actually, the promise is that you will have trouble. Um, and that's really a hard pill to swallow, I mm -hmm. think. Um, I think that's a hard pill to swallow for everybody. But yeah. I do hear a lot, which I'm like, oh, that's so hard for me to hear. But it is true. It's where we go. Um, that the issue can often be that we will give God the glory for the good stuff. But then we also want to turn, turn around and blame him for the bad stuff. So literally, we could be having the month of our lives and then something bad will come along. And we're so we're praising the Lord, praising the Lord, praising the Lord. And then all of a sudden, something bad comes along. Why would you do this? You know, why but, God? Why? Yeah, why God? Why? Which I get that. I get that question. Um, but I do think we get that kind of skewed. I get I think that we um, kind of get that messed up because God's character is good like he is good a character trait obviously as we know is is withstanding long lasting it is what it is like mm -hmm. he is good yep. he is love he doesn't shift around and change from being good and being loved to um you know kind of oh i'm kind of moody today so i'm gonna throw this you know nasty fireball at you right. catch you know yeah he doesn't work like that but no I, those are human traits yeah those exactly are like, those are the <laughs> traits so of this true. world yeah. As, as broken people, we yes, do those things. God yes. doesn't do those things. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so I do think that that can kind of be an issue. Um, yeah. That can be something that makes us kind of struggle. And I feel like in Ashley's tone, I heard her really um, 
not going there. Like I felt like she really did a good job of not going there. And she was able to ask the question, um, what's the lesson? You know, what do you want me to learn? Now, I also know that that is really hard to be in the place that she was in. Mm -hmm. Did we even say the place that she was in? We would almost like literally make you go back to the thing. But um, should we give a recap on yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I think just for those that haven't been able to watch it yet or listen listen to it yet, I would absolutely recommend that you go and listen to it because hearing the story directly from her yeah. is really, really powerful. But basically what happened was she has, they have four kids, two daughters that are six and four, mm-hmm. and then they ended up getting pregnant with twins. Babies came early. They also had to have an in utero um Life-saving surgery. Life-saving surgery. Thank you. And so that all Mm -hmm. went through fine. Babies came early. And when they were a week old, she went to go drink out of a straw and couldn't close her lips around the straw. So they went to the emergency room and she was diagnosed with Bell's palsy. Mm -hmm. So it was an interesting case of Bell's palsy because usually it's half of your face that is paralyzed, but hers was her entire face. So Mm -hmm. she couldn't smile. It was really hard for her to eat, really hard to drink. Like it was just very difficult. Mm -hmm. And she just, I think the thing that was really breaking her heart the most was thinking that her children were never going to be able to see her smile. That's right. And that was just, it was Mm -hmm. broke my heart, Mm -hmm. but man, she's resilient. Yeah. And that's, I also feel like, you know, like the boys are healthy. They're great. They Mm -hmm. totally fared the whole situation so well. And they were in the NICU for a time. Um, And so that was a huge blessing. They were in the NICU for a time, but then they came out. They're healthy. Everything is great. They're nine Mm -hmm. months old now. Um, And so there's all that goodness, 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 goodness. But then what she was navigating was this thing where she could have easily been tempted to to be like, this is good. Thank you, Lord, for, you know, doing all these things and for Mm -hmm. being so present in the lives of my boys. Um, But then, boom, this thing happened. But she really didn't go Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, she did a really Mm -hmm. good job of, you know, really clinging to her faith, which I think, you know, that's, that's a, that's a lot of years walking in the same direction, um, and this faith kind of thing. Yeah. And she was able, um, this faith walk and she was able to, to ask the question, you know, what's the lesson? Um, what, what is the goodness here, Lord? And yeah. she, and he did show her, but I will say that that's not the easiest thing for no. us to ask. Sometimes we are stuck in that place of like, you're good, you're good, you're good. Why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. Why is this? Why now? Why, why, why? Yes. And like point up pointing, speaking out the other side of our mouth and blaming him for it. Yeah. It's very easy to rely on those situations going on in our lives to determine what direction our mm, faith is going. That's so true. That's like, really oh, all the good. things are going good. So this is the direction I'm going, you know? And so it's like that figuring out, am I finding joy? Am I, is my, am I based in joy here in God's love and his promises? Or am I quote unquote happy because a, B, and C are going the yes. way that I want it to go. But what about when those things are not there anymore? Then mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Then it's like life is falling apart mm-hmm. because these things mm-hmm. that we have maybe put our hope into or we're allowing to define whether or not we are happy or we're not happy. That's right. Those are all things of the world. Those are all things that can come and go that it, a drop of a hat mm-hmm. could no longer be something that's present in our life. And that could be any number of things that could be our marriage, that could be the success of our children. It could be our own successes in our job or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is that we are saying, Oh, life is good because these things are happening. Yep. 
And then if they're not, are we now miserable? Are we now questioning everything? To me, that speaks to I'm relying on happiness, not the joy that comes from following the Lord and knowing that regardless of my circumstances, regardless of what this broken world brings my way, the struggles that I might go through, I always have faithful promises that will never change. Like you said, Shan, his character will never change. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what my circumstances are, Mm -hmm. he is there for me. He is with me. He is like wanting me to take the struggles that I'm having and hand them over to him. Right. Not try to carry them around myself and play fix it. Yeah. Which is very hard to do. And definitely something, I feel like this is such a theme that has just been presenting itself in my life over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. especially over the past couple months, just what are you, where's your joy? What are you putting your hope in? What are you putting your trust in? Mm-hmm. Are you putting it in things that are, uh, that are in your control that you get to say yes or no to, or are you fully trusting the Lord and knowing that even if it might be hard, there is that foundation there. He is that rock yep. that, that no storm is going to move. Mm-hmm. And we have to be mm-hmm. able to remember that. And I think that's exactly what Ashley was yeah. talking about. Like mm-hmm. she, she obviously didn't want no. this situation right. to happen. Nobody would, mm-hmm. but she was able to keep that joy and yeah. to be able to see, okay, this is what I have learned from this situation. But she had to ask God. She had to ask him, Lord, what are you trying to teach me mm-hmm. in this? Mm-hmm. Almost like she hit that surrender threshold where, yes. you know, I mean, as, as we grow in our faith, um, we, we get more and more willing based on that relational component, that mm-hmm. relational connection, that intimacy that we have with him. We get more and more willing to kind of open our gripped palms, right? Mm-hmm. And offer what we have. And there's that we come to a point in our faith where, there is a full surrender that happens. It's almost like it reminds me of if you had um, a can, a glass of water and you're like, oh, I will pour this out ever so slowly and I will only give you stream by stream or little, little, you know, whatever, a little drip drop by mm-hmm. drip drop. And it's finally where you get to the point of like, it's like almost like your arm gets so tired. You can't hold, hold it up there anymore. So you're like, forget it. And you dump it. Dump it yeah. It's like, he will allow us to get to those places where we like, there's a full surrender. Mm-hmm. Also, that's faithful, our faith walk, the the more we walk with him, the more we trust him, the more we see him move and work in our lives. We can go to those places of like, okay, full surrender. I'm all the way in. Every part of my being is yours. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, Ashley probably had moments where she was like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? But then maybe remembered um, that, hey, wait a minute, I'm surrendered to him. I, I trust his his um, I trust his sovereignty and the depth of that sovereignty and that he he everything he does, he's working for the good of those who love him. And he always has a plan and he always is intentional. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean that the broken world does not run almost like um, kind of like go around his goodness and the things that he's doing. Yes, there's brokenness and it's running all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's there's not a lot we can do about that. We all have free will, every single one of us. So 
someone else's free will can be cramming, can bang up against my surrenderedness to the Lord. Right. But in that moment, it's like, she was able to say, and the two questions or the two things that I, that she found out by asking those questions, the what's the lesson and what's the goodness here was number one, the love of Josh, her husband. She was able to see from him, his love, his adoration, even for her. Um, he, he was still right there saying you're beautiful and, and just encouraging her and loving Mm -hmm. her and supporting her. She couldn't smile. She couldn't, you know, eat without a napkin up against her face because she was dropping food. You know, I mean, you know, um, that would be hard. You'd be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm not exactly on the desirable end of the street, (laughs) but, but you know, like Josh, she was able to see, wow. He's really right there. That was yeah. that was a moment where I think God can be like, "Hey, my goodness is right here. Look yeah. at how you know, look at look at how I'm moving in Josh's life and, and and empowering him supernaturally to press in with you and to love you regardless of what's going on." And the second thing was the faith of her daughters. Um, her daughters every single night um, without fail were just praying, yeah. praying for her healing, praying for her her feelings. You know what, yeah. like a four year old and a six year old would be doing. Right. They'd be praying, "Oh, I want my mommy," you know, to be. To be, they're probably thinking we want her to be happy. We yeah. want her to be, you know, yeah. just kind of back to our our, our old mom and to know yeah. that God is in the midst of this. And and she got to see their faith in a way that she probably wouldn't have got to see. So, as she surrendered to that and and decided, you know what, I trust you. I've seen you move before in other hard places in my life, and I'm going to trust you here too. And this is what I'm going to do. And said, I'm going to ask you to help me to see, yeah. help me see. And all and all the while, she wasn't healed instantaneously no and she still she's isn't. still she's not. still mm-hmm. correcting yeah, yeah totally still yeah and when you say the word surrender um the other thing that i and i think that's another context of that is like that idea of like contentment and just being content to the best of you know her ability with the lord's help to like just understand that like this is where i am right now this is where i am and you know, it's like we, when you think about like Philippians chapter four, Paul, you know, Paul, the king of contentment, the king of contentment. <laughs> show he, us your ways, oh mighty one. It's yes. Like he's, he's in prison for crying out yeah. loud. He is in prison and he is, I mean, we have an idea what prison is like now. It doesn't sound like it's all that fun, but man, could you imagine what it was like back then mm-hmm. being in prison? Like, man, they imagine he's probably sleeping on the floor. Um, but in chapter four, verses 12 and 13, he says, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Mm. And I love that verse. I know it's one that probably most people have Mm. underlined in their Bibles. I do. Uh, But it's, there's so much truth in that. And in these situations, like she is showing herself, I can walk through this, but only when I rely on his strength and his promises and his goodness in that to allow her to be Mm -hmm. able to do Mm -hmm. that because I can't even imagine how much she was stretched emotionally and just on so many different levels, not to mention having small children and these brand new babies and mm-hmm. gosh, that's totally, that's a lot, but mm-hmm. you gotta, that, those are the times when you really have to be like, okay, Lord, yep. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. Yep. There's no possible way to be able to do it on mm-hmm. my own. 
makes me think of, you know, that first Eden gathering, um, actually, you know, where I, I gave the message, we talked about God's promises Mm -hmm. and, you know, we don't get to pick or choose (laughs) what the promises are. And again, here we're saying that, you know, you will have trouble. That Mm -hmm. is a promise. That is a guarantee. But (laughs) in the big, but with With the the big big exclamation exclamation point, (laughs) um, he then goes on to say, but take heart. Take heart. Yeah. Hmm. Write that down for us there. Yeah. Take heart. Take heart. Yeah, that that word, I was doing some reading on that word. I I literally had to like go to Google and be like, play. Let me hear how this word is said because obviously I don't know Greek. Right. Um, but the, the word is tharseo. And it has a really, I found a definition for it, which really just felt good when I was reading it. Um, it, it says from the root thar, bolstered because warmed up, derived from... Tharsos, emboldened from within, or properly said, bolstered within, which supports unflinching courage, Mm. literally to radiate warm confidence because we're warm hearted. Mm. And I was just like, oh, Mm. wow. Mm. Like that, that really like, you can hear take heart, but that like got me in the feels, Mm -hmm. you know, like to radiate warm Mm. confidence. I want to radiate whoa. warm confidence. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> I really want yeah. to. I, I do. I want to be able to do that. But I fully understand that there's only one way I'm going to be able to do that. Yeah. I can't do that without Jesus. No. And there's there's no possible way. Mm-hmm. And this is the this specific word mm-hmm. is used in the New Testament seven times. Six in the Gospels and one in Acts. Mm. And it's used in a, in three different ways. It's used as take heart, mm. literally how it is translated in this passage that we are reading. Take courage. And even in math or in Mark 10 49, it says cheer up. Mm. And what, I think you would put it another way. It said it in be of good cheer. Be of good yeah. cheer. That's yeah. what it is. Um, because uh, you know, only the NIV and the ESV say the words in this particular in John 16:33, say the words take heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the other the other translations say be of good cheer or to have courage or have courage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So but what, I, the, what was the mark one? Say that again. Cheer up is actually cheer specifically up. what yeah. it says in in the um I was like when I first read it, I was like wait, this isn't making sense. Cheer and I was like, up. oh, cheer, cheer up. Okay. Okay. I, I see that there. Um, so yeah, that's just, we have to be able to take heart yeah. in those, in those moments. I feel like that's like a mantra, <laughs> you know, like who take heart. We, we got this, mm-hmm. you know, we let's, let's be courageous and whatever yeah. that might be. Yeah. Yeah. And take heart what he's referring to there. He's, he's, you know, he's like, there's like a, an ellipsis, right? A dot, dot, dot. Um, because then he says, I have overcome the world. So what we're to be taking heart in is the fact that he has already overcome the wor- world. Um, now that word overcome in Greek is nikeo. Um, it means to conquer, to overcome, to prevail, to get the victory. And ultimately Jesus is saying that I have done this already. Like it is done. In fact, I went because I was like, oh, is this the same word as he says, um, you know, when he gives up his spirit and it's, and he says, it is finished. It is not the same word, but Mm. I was like, I wonder if it is, but it isn't, but it kind of has that same kind of feel like it is done. Um, But, you know, in a way it's like a spoiler alert. Like we don't actually have to run around wondering what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We already know. He has already overcome the world. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the message of the gospel. The gospel is like, hey, I have given my life for you. I have covered you with my blood. I have Mm -hmm. offered my body and my blood to you and for you. And you 
that is secure. Yeah. That is done. So yeah, we're going to run into trials and tribulations and hard things in our life, but he has already overcome. He already has victory over the entire world. And as disciples, as believers of his, as, as people who are in relationship with him and have said, I believe that you are my Lord and my savior, that you died for my sins to cover my sins. Like that is secure. We will live forever with him one day in heaven. Yeah. That is, and that is part of that whole thing. And we will mm. have a new, there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. And it, it is already done, um, which is just, yeah, so, so awesome. So spoiler alert, it reminds me, we were talking earlier this weekend, how like if you were, if you're a big football fan and you had it on your DVR and you heard like, say you're at small group or something, I don't know, maybe you should be at small group instead. <laughs> just kidding. And you can DVR your football games. No, but you heard at small group, like the ending, you already know it. But if you go home and you watch and you're like watching, you know, this DVR, this recorded football game and there's like an interception, well, why even get upset? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. you already know, yeah. you learned already that they went, it's the same kind of idea. Right. Like, I love that. Be interception after interception or whatever, after Fumble. whatever, totally <laughs> things that people would be screaming at the TV about. And you, it'd be like, whatever, I already know. Yeah. So we could leave, live our lives like that. Could right. you imagine? Like, I don't. Could I, you imagine if we actually were able to do that? I like, want to so bad. <laughs> like, I, want I would to love so to be bad. able to do that. Yeah. And I love the word victory in my, the study section of my Bible when it was talking about this, that specific part of mm -hmm. um, the scripture, it says, Jesus told the disciples that the world would bring them trouble, but that he would bring them peace. Mm -hmm. John ended his discourse with this encouraging statement of victory. Yes. And I love that. It's such yes. a great reminder. I think that we sometimes like, we know the story. We know the story of what Jesus did for us. Yeah. But I think that sometimes we can get so just, it's, become so normalized mm -hmm. that we can forget the power that is in that and what it actually means. Yeah. Like really, truly what that means. And that statement of victory mm -hmm. really just kind of, for me anyway, brings that to life. Like he literally won yeah. for us. Yep. Like he's straight up MVP. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> <It's> so true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Um, I, I dug up this little fun fact too, because I, when I was looking up the Nikeo, um, that it actually comes from the root word Nike as in the Swoosh. brand name and the shoes or the clothing, because Nike does mean victory in mm -hmm. Greek. So I just wanted to point that out. Also. That is pretty fancy. <laughs> um, you also said, you said something about peace, um, you know, in the beginning of this, in the John 16, 33, the first half, it says, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. Mm -hmm. I do feel, I mean, he's talking about what he was just telling the disciples before, like he was explaining to them what was going to happen, even though they were full on confused. They were like, huh? So they were very, very confused about it, but he was kind of like trying to give them like a, hey, like a spoiler, like this is what is going to happen. But mm -hmm. he really is doing the same for us. And the whole, we, you, you will have trouble and he's saying, but don't worry. Like I have overcome or I am, I mean, ultimately he hadn't, he hadn't died on the cross yet. So right. he is going to. So, but I think, but in this knowing and knowing this like deep in our cores, we do have that peace um, accessible to us. And I really sense that in Ashley, in fact, um, not only did I sense that kind of peace throughout the entire story, specifically kind of where she is now, but I even sense like this deeper, um, deeper place where I almost want to say, like, it reminds me of the song, it is well with my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, or, or even, you know, as we pray the, uh, the Lord's prayer, thy will be done mm -hmm. that too. We talked about surrender a little bit earlier. 
that too, I feel like that is what surrender looks like by saying it is father, it is well with my soul. Like whatever, whatever you choose to do, mm-hmm. I am fully surrendered, fully dumped out, fully, um, in trusting in a trusting position of your sovereignty mm-hmm. of your presence in my life and what you're doing. And again, this takes time. This takes, you know, walking in the same direction of faith day after day after day. And there are going to be days when you're not walking at all. You're flat on your face, on the white line, on the side of the road. And it is not, you know, going anywhere. And that's okay. We're going to have days like that. But it is literally the same direction day after day after day. And that is that is how that the depth of knowing, that depth of um, faith comes from and where that that full on surrender and trust of him comes from. So if you're, I mean, also take heart. I will tell you, take heart. If, if this isn't you today, if you're not there, if you just cannot, if you're like, ah, it's okay. This is part, it's part of your journey. Um, you will get there as you continue to allow him to work in your life. And as you continue to allow him into your struggles and your pain. I mean, just let him know, ask him, call him into it and say, I don't, I don't see, I can't see what are you doing? Um, but remember that he's good and remember that he's intentional. Like those are the things that we have got to cling to those. He promises to be with us and to be right by our sides. Again, he doesn't promise for happiness and it to be easy and la la la. In fact, he's promising us that it's not going to be. Yeah. Yeah, in the in our reading or in my in the Bible study that we did last Thursday with my group, um, in the book stay that we're doing, one of the things that I had underlined or highlighted in this instance um, that just you just brought it to my mind mm. was this one simple sentence that she wrote that just says, "Surrender isn't one simple act; it is permanently staying beside Jesus." Oh, yes. And for me, I was like, "Oh goodness," because that I. <laughs> I can be a check in the box type of person. It's like one of my biggest stumbling blocks in my walk with Jesus is I, my one wing just comes like barreling through (laughs) and just wants to be able to be like, check, 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 check. I'm doing all the right things. I'm I'm marking these things off of my list. Oh, yep. Surrendered that to Jesus. Cool. Done. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I have to remind myself like this situation isn't something that I'm going to surrender to him one time. And then have it be good and have it be well with my soul and have it be where I can totally be like, your will be done, Lord. Like it is a continual daily, maybe a couple times a day, depending on the day where I'm like, I find myself back in that space of worrying or trying to control things and just being like, I need to, I got to give it back to him again. I got to give it back to him again. And we, we do, I, I have to surrender to him daily. Yeah in order to put myself in that space because it, it is hard. And I, my human nature is I want to take control of it. Yep. And I have to keep surrendering that control and just fully giving my trust over to him in those situations, which like, I feel so motivated and so encouraged by Ashley Mm -hmm. in this very, very unbelievably difficult situation that she was just tossed right into just out of nowhere. I mean, like one minute she's cool. The next minute she is not. And it would not have been on her radar only because she was thinking like, will my boys be healthy? Will this be okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, she was thinking about them. She was not thinking, she was not thinking, Hey, if something happens, it's going to be to me. No, nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Out of the blue blindsided her big time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just super encouraged by just even just the overall, just feeling that she 
she had in that story that she shared with us and, yeah. and being vulnerable in that and that she just, she has to just keep staying in that space. And mm-hmm. I need to keep staying in that space. We all do. Yeah. We all have something that we want to hold on to that we mm-hmm. want to try to control or, you know, we just want to know the, what the final outcome is going to be, mm-hmm. but we have to be able to surrender that to Jesus at every opportunity yeah. that we have to do that. That's right. Yeah. I love how at the end, I feel like she shepherded us all so well um, into just an invitation, talking about invitations. Um, You know, as we talk about the book Stay, as our um, Eden Connect groups are making their way through that, um, the book is all about invitations too. Mm -hmm. Um, But in Romans 10, 9, um, it talks about how your invitation to salvation and what that takes. And I thought that that was so awesome. Mm -hmm. And so if this is the first time, you know, today that you are hearing about this um, this man named Jesus and what this is all about, or maybe you're, you haven't heard, heard it quite this way or heard stories this way of faith and, and really trusting in him, or even like, what, you know, this, this God of ours, who is the God of all is promising trouble. Like that's crazy. But then he says, take heart and like, I've overcome the world. If this is the first time and it's really just pressing into your heart, like, um, Romans 10, nine just tells us that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts mm-hmm. that he is our savior, that he died for our sins and, um, and that we are forgiven based on that. Um, if this is the first time and you want to, you want to do that, that's a step you want to take. You want to say, yes, I'm, I'm in, I want a relationship with this Jesus. Um, we encourage you to do that. Grab a neighbor, um, grab somebody. Um, I don't even know where you could even do it inside your own heart and uh, inside your own mind, but we want to hear about it. So make sure that you reach out to us. Um, you can find me on the living word website and we have Amy's at website or Amy's email on there. Also, it's a little bit on the hidden side, but we're going to make sure that that's <laughs> a little bit more findable. Um, as a therapist, we have her on a different page for, you know, just kind of support in that, in that area. But we want to walk with, um, you, if that's something that this is, this story is really stirring in you. Um, today's the day there's no day like today to say yes yeah. to Jesus. Um, no your life will be changed now. forever. Yeah. yeah. No better time than now. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, that is it for our discussion today. We are so grateful for Ashley and, and sharing um, her story with us. Such a rich story. And I'm so grateful, Amy, to you today for this awesome discussion time that we got mm-hmm. to um, just talk about what Ashley shared and get into scripture and um, to, to inter- interact and engage with our listeners out there. So we hope you were blessed with um, this time together as well. You have some information though for us, don't you, about I our next do. Eden gathering? Yes, I do. Our next Eden gathering will be virtual again. Um, it will be on November 20th, 7 o'clock, just like the one that we had this month. We are going to be blessed by Kathy Meyer. Yep. Meyer or Myers? Meyer. Meyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, for those of you that have been to some Eden gatherings around this time of year, Kathy is. Uh, the one that will come and give us talks on boundaries that mm-hmm. always packs the house mm-hmm. when we're able to be in person. So she will be live streaming on the, the 20th and she will again be talking about um, emotional type things, mental health type mm-hmm. things, um, befriending our emotions, some of, you know, how we can get into these narratives that kind of get yeah. in our way, yeah. especially <laughs> when they're really negative narratives that we have that really just are fueled with lies. Um, She's going to be talking about when we are living outside of ourselves, who we really truly are, and 
how when we do that, it's really hard for us to connect with the Lord and to hear him, to feel him, and really just leads to a lot of fatigue because yeah. we're going oh, yeah. we're going against the grain, we're going against what is natural to us. Mm -hmm. um, so those are just some of the topics that we are going to be touching on. Um, and we're going to have some options to open that up to some additional topics. Shan, you want to share a little bit yeah, about that? Yeah, she is excited to hear what your questions are as well. So we want to provide opportunity between now and the 20th to send in your questions. We're going to have a link on our website um, under our ministry page there. You um, go over to the tab ministries and you're going to go down to Eden Women. Um, you click on that and there will be a link there to submit your questions. You can do that. Um, kind of through email. I mean, it's not exactly email, but we'll get it that way. We'll get it through a, a form there through our um, kind of internal system. So you can do it that way. If you have a question that's more of a private nature or you want it to be um, anonymous, you can always fill out like a note card and put it in an envelope and give it to your Eden Connect leader. You can drop it off at the church. You can stick it in the mail. You can throw it. We have a little mail slot um, that um, is at our front door here at the offices. You can stick it through there and just put Eden and then my name on it. Um, you can put Shannon on it and I will get that and we'll kind of tuck it away and have that ready. And we'll be asking her those questions, but we will also be taking questions live. So the chat will be open on the live stream and you can um, put your questions in right there in the chat and she is excited to engage with you guys in that way especially since we have to do this whole virtual thing yes. so um, you can look forward to that so get your questions already yep. yep and then we will have another or next episode of mm -hmm. Eden Speaks will be on November 13th so yeah. we're excited about that yeah that'll be a really great rich conversation and then mm -hmm. you guys will join us for that yeah we'll be getting uh digging back into the book so in case you haven't noticed our pattern our rhythm here we we go we talk about the book and then we talk about the eden gathering so that's kind of what we're doing we'll go back to the book um so if you're in an eden connect group studying the book stay by Julie pascal that's a that's what we'll be doing kind of following that yep. so yeah all right, you guys. So to end our time together here, we just want to remind you of why we do Eden Speaks in the first place. And it is based out of Ephesians 5, 13, um, that says, when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. May you be blessed, ladies. Mm -hmm.